Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Honestly, you know, it's been up and down, you know, like you said, 36 hours. You know, it's been a lot, a lot going on and you know, not having Donovan there and losing and but then to see, you know, a guy who's so deserving of an award and JC and even Joe being the one that presented to him just says a lot about who we are and, and as a team and how close we are and how excited we are for each other and, and just how we've been through adversity before. And this is another test of adversity, even with the positivities that come from JC's award and getting Donovan back and so many good things that are happening, but, you know, we took a loss in the game one, you know, how do we respond? How do we, you know, handle the adversity of all of a sudden being down in the series and I guess a team that, you know, is playing really great basketball. So, you know, we're excited. We're ready to get back out there and um, looking forward to game two. That uh, that was Mike Conley right there answering a really great question uh, from our friend Ben Anderson from KSL Sports. Asked about, uh, Ben uh, said, over the past 36 hours and then rattled off all the things that have happened over that time period from uh, the, the loss to Donovan not playing uh, to Donovan being grumpy to uh, Jordan Clarkson winning the sixth man of the year, you know, kind of. And there's Mike's answer to what effect that's had. And you'd hope that being on the floor together solves all problems because I mean, the, the issue with Donovan Mitchell is that he wants to play, you know, that's, that's, if that's your biggest issue, you can figure it out. You know, your player wants to play. Yeah. And so I, I think, you know, it's, it's similar to the, the situation last year between Rudy and Donovan uh, Gordon and those months in between where it was a story uh, because nothing was happening, it's because they needed to get back on the floor together, not just playing together, but being teammates and communicating and, and talking about how they can best succeed together. And when that happened, you know, the, the team has taken off since. I think it's a situation where get everybody back on the floor together, pulling in the right direction. I think that's a really positive thing, and I think that's basically kind of what Mike Conley was saying. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I mean, I was asking the question yesterday, both in, in spoken word and written word, who are the Jazz? Who are these guys? Well, I mean, they didn't play like themselves in game one, but – they're not themselves without Donovan Mitchell. I don't care who says what about how well they played without him or some people think they somehow they played better. Uh, none of that is true. What is true is Donovan Mitchell is a huge part of the Utah Jazz's success, and they need him in the lineup in order to be themselves. So I get the sense that this team is sort of uh, setting its jaw now, and they have to. Because if they lose game two, Jake, <laughs> no, they cannot let that happen. They have to win this game. Here's the, here's the thing, Gordon. Um, you heard Mike Conley talked about responding to adversity. This this particular team has responded to all sorts of unique, <laughs> abnormal adversity all year long and responded really well. I mean, not the least of which is uh, operating under these uh, pandemic parameters that are are really strict and difficult to 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 manage, right? I mean, right down to the back when they're getting tested twice a day and having to uh, to set up all the logistics of all that. I mean, that's extra stuff that makes it more difficult. Look at the uh, the the plane flight out to oh, play yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, uh, rattled Donovan Mitchell so much that uh, that uh, you know he had to stay on the ground for a few extra days, and the the rest of the team. You remember that, Gordon? When we went through all that sound on the show, that that was a that was a jarring situation for everybody involved. I mean, it's kind of been some stuff that this team has had to respond to, and so far they've really responded to it positively. This is just another chapter in that. I would expect them to play very well in game two. Yeah, I would as well. And uh, yeah, they played. Through the regular season, they handled all that adversity better than anybody else did. Right, uh, as, right. As uh, evidenced by the record. So now they have to do it in the postseason. And I think the reason, one of the reasons the first game loss was shocking in a way is that we've talked about it all year long, that the regular season is a setup for the, the, the postseason. And the Jazz knew that, and they talked about it, and they seemed uh, completely aware and yet they went out and played one of their worst games of the year. And so, yeah, that, that, that gets your attention. And I'm sure it got their attention. And I would, I would really just be flabbergasted if we don't see the better version of the Utah Jazz on Wednesday night. I think so, too. And, and that's just not just plugging Donovan Mitchell back in, which, of course, will help. But, I, I mean, there's, there are players that did not play well in Game 1 that I expect to be much better in Game 2 and start with the sixth man of the year. Well, there aren't very many who played well right? in Game 1. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, throw I mean, a dart and you'll hit somebody who's going to play better. Certainly don't think they'd complain about 29 from Bogdanovich, but I get your point. Yeah, it, yeah. it came a little too late. But uh, that's no criticism of him since I know that you're keenly aware of Don't hold your breath. <laughs> oh yeah, they they the, another piece of adversity they've responded to the great Bogdanovich drought of 2021. Yeah, so uh, don't hold your breath. I forgot about that. Don't hold your breath. Have you ever held your uh, breath a long time? You know, just like oh, for, not since yeah. I was like 15. <laughs> And you were at the pool. I'm not a, you know, I'm a, I'm a radio host, not a skin diver. Why <laughs> are you just sitting in your front room seeing how long you could hold your breath? What's the difference between a skin diver and a scuba diver? I don't think uh, the skin diver uh, uses doesn't scuba wear that, doesn't, equipment. Yeah. No, they don't? I don't think so. I thought skin divers used a tank, but they didn't wear the, the getup. Uh, I don't think so, because but I don't know. Because otherwise you'd be snorkeling, right? It's a good opportunity, a, g- a good opponent for the Jazz to face for Boyan to get off the schneid. But uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, no, skin diving is, uh, there's no scuba equipment at all. There's no t- air tank? Right. Free diving, uh, also known as skin diving, oh. uh, breath hold diving. Uh, is a form of underwater diving that relies on breath holding until resurfacing rather than the use of a breathing apparatus such as scuba gear. Oh, I'm glad Gordon's fun facts. That was, oh, was, that, that, was with Gordon. that was Jake's fun fact. Uh, I did not know that. So thus, you're talking about holding your breath. The, the profession of skin diving would make a little more sense to you, I guess. I, that that, I, that, that no. joke now will land. <laughs> okay. Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Thank you. where Thank were you. we? How did we get on that? You were talking about... Oh, oh, oh boy, yeah. I'm you were bagging on Bogey. <laughs> well, that should be a segment of the show, bagging on Bogey. No, it shouldn't, because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I know, but that makes it funny. I, it makes it ironic. Well, 
Yeah, we can find we can always find some mistake he makes. Back to the point. I don't think in game two they would complain about twenty nine from Bogdanovich, but they've got to get more out of Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. Um Mike Conley, I don't think, had a bad game in game one. Yeah, the eleven assists was not uh He didn't shoot efficient. the ball well. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he could he could tighten it up a little bit. Um Joe Ingles, I don't think he had a bad game either, but it, it wasn't you know, one of those special performances that we've seen from time to time from Joe. So, I, I mean. It seemed like they did not want to let Joe shoot. Uh, I agree. Oh, 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, that was on the scouting report for sure. And Rudy has a fist fight of a matchup on his hands that he's got to figure out a little bit and said as much in the post game. Love Rudy. Post game Rudy is the best Rudy because he tells you exactly what's going on. But he said he's, he was. He was talking about the officiating, but he said he's got to figure out how the game, you know, how they're going to call it. But I mean, you know, a subtopic off of that. He's got to figure out what they're going to let him get away with in that mm-hmm. matchup because that's that's what it's going to come down to because this can be really physical. And Rudy has talked about how he's played against Valanciunas since they were 18. I mean, <laughs> this goes back a ways yeah. where these two uh, match up and, and battle. So that that's going to be something to figure out too. So I guess my point is, is defensively, Jake, they have to slow down Dylan Brooks and they definitely have to slow down Joe Moran. See, I think Dylan, the Dylan Brooks thing I, I think is is a blessing He's that he had a physical. good game in game one because now he thinks he can shoot all the time and that ultimately is going to be a positive. But the, the, <laughs> the Joe Morant thing, one hundred percent. In the fourth quarter, we talked about this yesterday. When it comes down to it, mm-hmm. like, hey, you got to get stops. He's a really difficult guy to stop, and I don't think Donovan coming back really helps that problem particularly. So a little bit maybe because he's strong. Man, in the fourth, I think I'd rather have Mike Ant or Royce on Jaw. Uh, okay, all right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, over under on minutes for. For Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> After the past couple of days? Uh, as long as he wants. As, uh, yeah, I, I take the over. Or like if I said it at over. 25? Yeah, over. Mm-hmm. 30? Over. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There, I mean, I, I, I would guess he's going to come back and, and play. I mean, that's what he's been advocating for. He That's what he obviously feels he's ready for because, I mean— he made, that, he made that clear. You don't have a press feels. conference like he did last night and have it be still an issue. So I really think, and I wrote about this, Jake, but I, I really think this is something that needs to get needs some some bomb applied to it sooner rather than later. Whatever uh, ticked off Donovan Mitchell, and, and I know some people might think the athlete is entitled. He should just fall in line and, and not speak out, but but uh, when you're when you're Donovan Mitchell, uh, your your folks uh, with your organization have to uh, have to patch that up, and uh, he has to feel good, and everybody has to uh, to make him feel good. I know that sounds a little uh, what's the word accommodating, but that this thing needs to be healed. And I don't know, I don't know who will step forward first to try to make it better, but somebody definitely needs to make it better, in my opinion, so it doesn't fester. So anyway, uh, yeah, Donovan's hungry to get back on the floor, and I don't think he's hungry to get back on the floor to be some sort of decoy or to play, you know, restricted minutes down around fifteen twenty. No, that's he, and and I assume that he's been working. Th- his injury uh, pretty hard 
because you know how it is. Sometimes you baby something along, and then you get in real action, and what happens? Your competitive side takes over, and you put all kinds of force on that injured body part, whatever it might be. So he'll need to be ready to go because his teammates are going to count on him to be him. Because why? Because he said he was ready. So we'll see how that goes. But I think his presence alone will will help fire up the team. And I think that really was a deficit that hurt the team on Sunday night. Do you agree with that? Some people agree. Some people disagree. I think the news, the team thought that he was going to play. And then they find out, like Rudy said, that he wasn't going to play. And that kind of blows a hole in your boat. Um, I can buy into that. They certainly, well, let me put it, uh, I I would strongly guess that they game planned for him coming back. Yeah. And so that certainly throws a wrench into the game plan if uh, if nothing else. But I think the combination of the situation and the the uh, return of Donovan and the, the what Derek Favors was talking about, what we just heard him say, I think all of those things will combine to uh, to to make the Jazz a very focused and forceful outfit on Wednesday night. Stay tuned. Uh, we've got a very big big show underway. Split Story is brought to you by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night, or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com today. More next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.